On this podcast, I profile people who have impacted culture and history, and all of them have one thing in common. They were all gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender. My name is Frank Howard, and welcome to Gay of the Day. Gayness is something only hinted at in rock and roll. Elvis's androgynous looks and some of Buddy Holly's songs like Old Boy and Brown-Eyed Handsome Man were winks aimed at confusing their male audiences. And of course, there was Little Richard's flamboyance. This all led to Jagger and Bowie, rock stars who enjoyed playing gay. When is it too gay? When is too much enough? And when is it just too much? Like the owl and the Tootsie Pop, the world may never know. Just ask rock singer Smokey Condon. Today's Gay of the Day. John Smokey Condon was a Baltimore native who was expelled from his home at age 16 for his sexuality. His survival instincts kicked in, and he did what he had to do to survive. And like so many like him, this homeless teen became a street hustler. He liked to fuck dudes. It was a natural career choice. A teenage John Condon was not going to work the fryer at Jack in the Box. Not with his good looks. Not with his libido. After a year or so, he decided he'd give Los Angeles a go. He was an in-demand hustler in L.A., especially with musicians. John Smokey Condon looked like he was in a band. He'd frequent all the music clubs on the Sunset Strip. This led to friendships with some big names. He was pals with The Doors and toured with them in Europe. Also, Iggy and the Stooges. The Stooges would end up playing with him on some of his records. He met his lover-slash-producer, E.J. Emmons, by waking up next to him. And kismet. Emmons thought that John Smokey Condon could be a rock and roll star. And they started writing songs together. They'd remain artistic and sexual partners for nearly eight years. They produced a handful of demos, many first takes. The fella had chops. And Emmons started shopping around the tapes to various record labels. Labels were unanimously turned off by how gay the songs were. This was 1973, just three years after Mick Jagger's song, Cocksucker Blues. And just one year after David Bowie proclaimed in a magazine interview that he was, quote, gay and always has been, end quote. 
Many labels did see potential, particularly Capitol Records, who wanted to sign him, but begged him to tone it down. Smokey refused to sign with the label. He was going to sing about what he wanted to sing about. He and Emmons launched their own independent label, S&M Records, S for Smokey and M for Emmons. Clever. Not just a sexual reference, but a sly play on A&M Records. They began releasing singles, one of which sold 10,000 copies from one Tower Records location alone. He performed regularly at L.A.'s English Disco and would pack the house every week. A young pre-runaways Joan Jett was a huge fan. While Bowie and Lou Reed were pussyfooting, Smokey was releasing songs about male prostitutes, drag queens, leather bars, and there was this single, Piss Slave. Piss Slave challenged not just straight audiences, but gay ones as well. He may have overstretched what an audience was willing to accept. He was so ahead of his time. He may be ahead of our time. In 1981, Smokey and Emmons ended their partnership, and Smokey quickly faded into oblivion. Then, in 2014... Chapter Music released the compilation How Far Will You Go? The S&M Recordings 1973 to 1981 And suddenly Smokey and his band were being hailed as punk pioneers But where was Smokey? Did he go back to the streets? Was he a rock and roll suicide? No one had seen hide nor hair of him for over 30 years With all the sudden attention his music was getting in the press, the whereabouts of John Condon became known. He was indeed still alive. Not just alive, but kicking. He had left his hustling and rock and roll days behind him, and it was learned that he was currently living a posh life in Palm Springs with his long-term partner as a highly paid account executive for a power company. He was suddenly doing tons of magazine and radio interviews. He greeted all this attention with indifference and claimed his co-workers, who knew nothing of his past life as a rock god, were all very amused. It took 40 years for people to catch up. Sexy, sexy. Ooh, ooh, yeah. 
Today's gay rock and roll singer, John Smokey Condon. Gave the Day's theme is composed and performed by Swick, that's C-W-I-O-K. Check out their Bandcamp page. I'm Frank Howard. Thanks for listening and hope to see you next time.